What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Fight Podcast. This is episode 338 of the show, and you know how we get down. We are going to give you the entire Fight Weekend recap in 10 minutes or less. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Again, I am your host, Serge Vicente, and this is the Fight Podcast, the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. Make sure you guys go ahead and check us out everywhere podcasting is available, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Also, check us out on YouTube. We got a whole lot of dope stuff coming up there. But before I go ahead and tell you guys about all of that, on today's menu, we're going to go ahead and recap UFC Austin. UFC Fight Night Austin was absolutely incredible. We're also going to talk about boxing, Arter Better BF. Is he the best 175-pounder in the world? And so much more. So, like I said at the top of the show, we are doing this in 10 minutes or less. So go ahead and set your stopwatch, time me, let me see what we're going to do. All right, jumping right into it. Number one on the menu, like I said, it is Fight Weekend Recap in 10 minutes or less, but we're going to talk about UFC Fight Night in Austin, Texas, Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. And this was one of those cards that as fight fans, we only get a couple of these a year. We only get a couple of these type of fight cards that are just nonstop action. We got one in 2020, like, right? It was the one in Florida, right? And it was so hype. Everybody was getting touched. This was another one of those cards in Austin, Texas. This card had 13 fights. This card had nine finishes. The majority of those finishes were actually in the first round, if not the second round, and right at the beginning. This was an all-action card, and it was so, so much fun. So let's go ahead and jump into it. And I'm going to go ahead and start right at the top of the card. Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. This is a card that a lot of people were looking at in terms of the winner of this fight might end up getting the next title shot of the winner of Volkanovski against Max Holloway. So when on paper, I'm not going to lie to you guys, Josh Emmett, 37 years old, we've seen him take some losses. In my mind, he was a touch one-dimensional, but at the end of the day, he goes out there and puts off on a fantastic performance. He goes out there and wins via split decision against Kelvin Cater. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I had Kelvin Cater winning the fight. I had him winning three rounds to two, but I want to stop short of saying it was a robbery. This wasn't a robbery. It was just a close fight. Differences in opinion. I definitely have Calvin Cater winning, but in my opinion, it was one of those fights that both guys' stock goes up. Yes, Josh Emmett is one closer to the title shot now, but if we really think about it, I hate to say it like this, especially at featherweight. Yo, this is a two-man race. This is absolutely a two-man race, and if we look at this fight, not only the fight, but we look at the weight class and everything. I mean, I really do feel like the two top guys in the division have truly separated themselves. Max has wiped everybody out. You know, Volk has wiped out the rest of them. But all in all, this fight is a fight of the year contender. This fight was a absolute masterpiece of a fight. People were booing at first because of all the action that we had at the beginning of the fight. But all in all, amazing fight card. Josh Emmett goes out there and wins the fight. 37 years old, he now moves to 18 and 2. Dude is a legitimate problem, and he has power. And like I said, I thought he was going to lose, but he has power that will make anybody, and I don't care who it is in that weight class, make adjustments and try to pretty much make way for his power. So check out Josh Emmett. Let's see what happens with him next. All right. The co-main of this was supposed to be Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon, but 
unfortunately, once again, this fight is the new Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. It didn't happen. It did not happen, unfortunately. Um, day of the fight, Joe Lozon seems as if he had some medical issues and his legs actually locked up on him. Dana said this fight is not going to happen again. He's not going to go ahead and rebook it. Both of these guys were on the back nine. It was going to be the sail away fight, essentially, for both guys. I don't know when we're going to see them, if we're going to see them again, but that fight is probably one we will not end up seeing again. At least that's what Dana says. But it's not like Dana has always been honest with us. So we'll see. Um, so the new co-main event was the Dirty Bird, Tim Means versus Kevin Holland. And I cannot lie to you, Kevin Holland 1,000% needs to stay at 170 pounds. He found his weight class. The Travis Luter black belt goes out there and shows that he has far more speed than other guys. And I'll be honest with you. I thought that this would be a tough fight. The Dirty Bird, Tim Means, is a tough, tough dude. And the, 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 the Batman of the UFC, in terms of Kevin Holland with his 81-inch reach, went out there and just was a sniper. He, he, was, he was able to be the first one to the punch land multiple combinations and not only that he was able to go out there and just really show off his speed at 170 his speed his length and his development in the grappling i'm telling you kevin holland is going to continue being a problem at 170 we will end up seeing what happens with that but salute to kevin holland who's already calling out like three four people he wants to keep fighting we know how kevin holland does all right um also on this card and again, the knockouts and the finishes continue going. And I did say this, right? I said Kevin Holland goes out there and finishes via Darsh choke. Hurt the Dirty Bird on the feet. But then he went out there and finished him on the ground. Beautiful, beautiful transition. He made that happen. Okay, now, Joaquin Buckley versus Albert Duryev. Albert Duryev and Buckley used to be teammates. They were a little spicy. Duryev said, this is easy money. Well, Joaquin Buckley had something else going. He went out there second round broke Duryev's uh, orbital, ends up finishing him via Dr. Stoppage. Um, fantastic performance by Buckley, showed his power. He, he was constantly leading the dance in this one. Duryev, in my opinion, there were moments that he had in this one, but at the end of the day, he wasn't going to win this fight. You know, um, Joaquin Buckley goes out there, looks fantastic in a win. Salute to Joaquin Buckley. Also on this card... Um, one that we absolutely have to talk about is Phil Hawes. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and jump around. Oh, I'm sorry, not even Phil Hawes. Let's, uh, before we even get to Phil Hawes and those boys, uh, where is he at? Where is he at? Where is he at? There it is. Julian Marquez versus uh, Gregory Rodriguez. Uh, this fight was one that both guys are riding finish streaks. And sure as shit, it was a finish. First round stoppage, um, we got Julian Marquez gets stopped by Rodriguez via KO. Three minutes and 18 seconds in the first round. Um, this was a fantastic finish by Rodriguez. I will say this. Out of all the stoppages on this card, five of the nine people that were stopped have never been stopped in their career. So kind of let you know the type of night that it actually was. Also on this card, we have some notables that I want to go ahead and touch before we get out of here. Adrian Yanez. Adrian Yanez goes out here and just puts on an absolute show. This dude, man, I'm telling you, more and more, he is going to be one of those guys, man. He is tough. He has amazing boxing. He's great at the scrambling. And if you do not watch out, 
He can be an absolute title contender. I absolutely love Adrian Yanez, and I was so happy. Ooh, it felt good in my insides to go out here and see him KO Tony Kelly, especially because this weekend was uh, was Juneteenth, so any type of schmuck like Tony Kelly getting KO'd is always a good time. Salute to Adrian Yanez for that. Cody Stamen KOs Eddie Wyland. Eddie Wyland, after the fight, retires. Phil Hawes who I absolutely enjoy as well, Phil Hawes. Um, KO's Darren Wynn. Darren Wynn, the protege of Daniel Cormier. I'm going to say this, okay? He needs, he absolutely needs to drop down weight classes. He fights at 185. I absolutely think he should fight at 145. Yes, I said that. Um, he goes out there. Phil Hawes puts on a fantastic performance. But then almost gets beat up by DC. Almost gets, I say, gets beat up by DC. Uh, he, he was on the adrenaline. DC had to remind him that, yo, fam, you didn't fight me. You fought little man. So uh, Phil Hawes, salute to him. Great one. And also, I have to send a shout out um, to Ricardo Hamos. Ricardo Hamos KOs Danny Chavez in the first round. And I'm absolutely telling you what a finish. Uh, Adrian, uh, Ricardo Hamos is one of those guys that I'm telling you guys, he, 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 he beats killers. The only people that beat him are absolute killers. He is a savage. Watch out for this dude. All right. Um, let's make a quick transition. And we're going to talk about some boxing this weekend. Arthur Better Bev, the 175-pound champion. He has all three of the belts that Bivol has. One of them goes out there and finishes Joe Smith Jr. in the second round. I'm telling you, this weekend was a knockout-filled weekend. It's crazy. But Arthur Better Bev. 17, 18 and 0 now, 18 knockouts. I'm telling you, I thoroughly believe he might be the best um, light heavyweight in the world. And remember, Archer Better Biev is the guy who just beat Canelo Alvarez. So I would love to see a unification fight against Arthur Better Biev and Dimitri Bivol. This is a fight that has happened in the amateurs before. I believe it's 2-1 to Bivol. So we'll keep that. Uh, whenever that does happen, I'll let y'all know. But that was for the WBC, the IBF light heavyweight titles. All right. Um, it is Tuesday. It is the 20th of, or should I say the 21st of June. I did not put this out like I normally do, should I say, on, uh, on Mondays. Because guess what? It was Juneteenth and uh, we took Monday off. So it's coming out to you guys on Tuesday. Yes, we went slightly over 10 minutes, but that's it. That's all we got for you guys. That was the weekend fight recap in 10 minutes or less. I'm telling you, fantastic, fantastic fights this weekend as a fight fan. And, yo, that card, going back and re-watching it, I think I watched it in like an hour and a half because of all the knockouts. I got through it that quickly. Fantastic card, man. Salute to everybody. UFC Austin. They absolutely went out there, showed up, and showed the fuck out. All right, remember, guys, listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at fightpodcast.com, as well as all social media platforms. Um, and also, while I have it on my mind, we have merch. You see the shirt. We have some dope gear. Make sure you go ahead and grab our merch, www.etsy.com slash shop slash the Fight Pod Shop. We have shirts. We have hoodies. We have mugs. Go ahead and check that out. Also, don't forget to check out all the fantastic shows we have on the Five Pod Network. 
That's the Royal Rundown every Tuesday. Yes, today, Tuesday evening at 1010. You guys go ahead and check that out on the Scrap News or this uh, Fight Podcast uh, YouTube page. All things pro wrestling. Fantastic show. Also, check out who you got. My Fight Pick show with the legend, Kat Zingano. All those are up. Check those out. Love y'all very much. And we'll see you next time right here on the Fight Podcast. Peace. (laughs) 